Scott Sanders. And I'm Derek Hanna. Welcome to The One Thing, a podcast designed to give you one solid practical tip for gospel Center ministry every week. How you doing? I'm doing great. It's really good to have you here, Derek. It is. I am pumped about today's episode, actually. Why are you pumped about today's uh, you'll, episode? You'll find so this is my favourite topic, this stuff. I love talking about this. I love seeing people do what we're going to talk about today. Uh, and try and sometimes not get it right, but keep trying because well, I just think we need to get good at it. Hold it off. Let's let's not tell okay. them what they're doing. Sorry. Now the one thing is brought to you with thanks to the Geneva Push, the Australian Church Planning Network, and you've pressed play on episode 18, talking religion with the no religions. Now, according to the 2016 Australian Census data, Australia is one of the least religious nations in the developed world. With just over 30% of respondents, that's about 7 million Australians identifying as having no religion. What's even more disturbing is that no religion is a growing trend among our country's youngest members. In 2008, Australia's youth were ranked as the least religious worldwide in a survey conducted by the Christian Science Monitor. So, how do you start talking religion to someone whose core belief system is built on the idea that religion doesn't matter, that whose worldview doesn't even have that within the, the frame view? Uh, today's guest on The One Thing is Matt Varco, a pastor working in Green Square uh, at Grace City Church. This is one of the Sydney's fastest growing regions, full of young, urban household, some hipsters, some not, lots of internationals, and you guessed it, people who tick on the form, the census form, no religion. Welcome, Matt Varco. Good to be here. Uh, now, Matt, you have had you've had lots of experience when you've been working at Grey City, uh, talking to, engaging the community, yeah, and yeah. people you've churches come in contact to who would tick that no religion box yeah, uh, sure. on the thing. Um, uh, the nuns, as some of them have started uh, calling it. Can you talk to us about what your role at the Grey City is? Yeah, I, I have two roles. We we uh, do team pastoring, do the five M's. Uh, my my two roles are, are mission, directing mission, and also directing maturity. Yep. So so what does a mission role look like week to week? Tell us tell us what are the big picture things you're doing. You know, and get down to some of the smaller things you do week to week. Yeah. So so within mission, really, what what my role is is to help the church think through how do we as a church be on mission in our community. So it's not me doing all the mission, but it's uh, training up our people, uh, putting things in place so that us as a church can be on mission to Green Square. And so what are those those big things that you've put in place? Yeah, the well, the, the big lever, I guess, week to week is our uh, Explore course um, and the follow-up from that, which is called the Explore Group. Uh, which is really just um, like a lot of other courses that uh, churches would run, like uh, Simply Christianity, Christianity Explore, those type of things. We come up with our own one uh, that sort of suits where we're at in our area. Uh, that goes for six weeks, and then there's a follow-up course from that uh, for people who are still interested, because I think most of the time Christ- uh, people don't become Christian after a six-week course. Mm. And so um, that sort of wet- wets their appetite, but we want to see... Uh, sort of long-term discipleship and seeing them come to know Jesus over time. So uh, the Explore course continues on where Explore finishes and we work, work through the Gospel of Mark and then into Acts. And usually over about a six-month period, we see people either say, great, but no thanks, or they're digging into church, they're digging into Jesus, and we're seeing people become Christians through it. So mm. Now that's a regular course that you're putting on. How, yeah. how do you actually get people along to that course? How do you capture names? Yeah, yeah. The sort of nitty gritty of actually following people up. Yeah, look, a whole bunch of things. Sometimes people just turn up out of nowhere, and that's awesome when that happens. But uh, think, think, um, sort of a funnel starts really wide and, and gets narrow. So 
Uh, that usually starts uh, late in the year with, we put on a big uh, community carols event uh, in, in our local area, get about 2,000 people coming onto that, which is pretty amazing. Uh, we you know invite people to church uh, Christmas through that. Uh, then we do a summer mission. Uh, we've got Easter, big sort of days at church where we sort of open up to the community, do a lot of advertising. That's a sort of wide part. And then we sort of funnel down from there, uh, heading through Easter. We're sort of putting on things like Explore and advertising that, uh, getting people sort of into these these things, more structured things at church. But yeah, so starting wide, getting all our people to invite their friends to come along and then as that happens, get get the people into these these courses or into one on one with with friends as well. So Grace City's a, a two year old church. Three. Three year old three. three year old church. You've used Christmas and Easter. You've also used the birthday celebration as sort of big yeah, events to yeah. invite people into. But this summer you did a thing called Conversations that matter. That's it. Can you tell us what was the the genesis of that idea? Yeah, yeah. So Looking at a bunch of other churches, churches I've been a part of and some other churches that we sort of look up to, they often do summer missions. They're often focused around kids. Um, now, the area we're in, the the population dynamic's very different. Uh, not heaps of kids. Our, our big uh, de- uh, demographic in the area is 25 to 35-year-old young professional workers in the city. So uh, we were sort of thinking, well, how do we go after that group of people and so that was sort of the genesis of coming up with this this idea of this conversations that matter series and discussion nights uh, yeah trying to think through what is something that's going to engage people in, who live in our area uh, which is the key demographic mm. yeah uh, we're going to get back to Matt uh, in just a moment. Uh, we're talking on no religion, and I'm keen. I love this topic. So I'm keen to dig into how it is they're doing and what questions they ask and what they don't do as well, but. Um, we're going to have a look into the one thing toolbox. It's at the top of the week. We check out the toolbox. <laughs> All right, see so yeah, these resources. This is, this is a tough one. I need to only give three resources, but yeah. here, here are my top three must resources. Uh, so you want to pick up a little red book by Nine Marks, uh, the Nine Marks Stable. It's called Evangelism, and it's by Max Stiles. Uh, there are loads of books on evangelism. This one's a, a nice little one, an easy one that you can put in someone's hand that really fires them up for uh, evangelism uh, in the local church. Uh, the second one is a website called Apologetics Canada, and we'll link in the show notes to that website. Uh, this is this is a website that Matt will talk about in a second. That he uh, he had great ideas for this conversations that matter courses. And then finally, um, in a moment, Matt's going to talk more about these conversations that matter, and he has generously shared uh, PDFs of the resources that Grace City used to sort of prompt discussion and to prompt questions. Mm. Um, so I, I recommend digging into it. And again, doing what Manny and Grace City team have done, actually contextualise it uh, for your local community. Yep. Uh, think through the questions that they're asking. Can I chuck in one more? Can I throw in Sam Chan's Evangelism from a Skept- for a Skeptical World? I just think it's a great book. Uh, Sam's a great guy and I think he writes really well and helpfully in this. Uh, anyway, we'll chuck all that stuff in the show notes uh, and it'll be there. Now back to Matt. Um, it, it really helpful to sort of hear the genesis idea. But uh, how did you decide on the questions, the format of the evening? You know, how did you make those decisions? Maybe before that, it'd be good, good to just hear a bit more about how the evening you know played out. Yeah, yeah. So to give you a bit of an idea. There's two parts to this series over three weeks. There's a a weeknight discussion and then a Sunday, uh, which was 
sort of like a normal church service, but we, we sort of stripped it back a bit, made it very outsider friendly. And what we spoke about on that Sunday was a Christian response to the discussion we had during the week. And so the weeknight um, was think uh, gallery opening or engagement party vibe when you turn up. Uh, lots of people, live music, good food, good drinks. Um, people turn up, invite their friends. Uh, it's just a time to hang out, meet people. Again, our area, it's... It's very new. People don't know many people. They're looking um, for connections and community. So one of the ways we, we try to do that is is to give them an opportunity to meet people. Um, we actually even had little cards when people walked in the door with a, a, a question on it, uh, just to, to start conversations with, with people. Just silly things, uh, fun things, just to get people talking. Um, so that was the first part of the so, night. So the idea behind that was that uh, even though we are, you know, more educated, uh, you're in an, you know, an urban, tight-knit community. People just don't know how to you know, start those conversations. People don't these days. And just put, giving something in their hand just gives them that confidence to walk up to someone new and go, hey, what's your question? Or let me ask you my question. And that just start, we tried to make them really open-ended, ones that would just create discussion and really give so people So I picked up the card, I've walked into the room, yep. music's playing in the background. Yep. I've found a random person that I don't know who yep. I realise is on the same bus route and works right right near me, and I've asked the awkward question. We're chatting away. Yeah, yeah. What happens next? Yeah, so that there's about half an hour doing that. Uh, gives people a chance to arrive. Uh, on this, we've got screens on the screens, has a timetable for the night, because I think people want to know what's coming up. Absolutely. If it's, otherwise, it's just awkward, yeah. they're anxious, like, what's is this what's happening, what's happening? Mm. So uh, we've got a cafe space, so that's where that happened. Then we, we go into our auditorium. We've taken all the chairs out. We've put in uh, small tables with about six chairs around it there's there's some more food on those tables uh, everyone comes in there um we sort of encourage people like if they've invited their friends sit with their friends or you know if you've met someone go and sit with them um so everyone sits down uh there's an mc that introduces the night uh, and introduces the topic um really relaxed we we do a live poll uh, we use a thing called slido and everyone gets their phone out and so the first the first week the topic uh, was is there meaning in life and so we we asked asked the live question everyone do you think life has meaning yes no not sure and everyone can see it going live up on the screens in the front and so at the end of that people look up and go okay so i think there is meaning in life oh 60% of people in the room reckon life has meaning 30% say no, you know, ten percent say not sure, and so people straight away can identify where they're at in this room and get a bit of a feeling from that. Uh, then we we had these videos. Now these videos we got from Apologetics Canada and a series they have called the Thinking Series, and we contacted them and they're a great resource, uh, but we wanted to use them slightly differently to the way they were doing them. So we contacted them and said, look, can we recut these? Can we change them a bit? And they were fine with that. They were, they were great to to work with actually. So I really recommend having a look at their stuff on, the, on their website. Uh, and that really, these videos really professionally done, really hard hitting, digging into these questions of, and as I said, the first one, what is the meaning of life? Um, asking questions in a way that people not from a Christian background would ask mm. the question. Um, and the video goes for what, five, five minutes? Yeah, three to five minutes. Uh, really powerful, good music. Um, just really setting the scene uh, for the night, really posing that question well so people know what to then talk about from there. Yeah. So then on the table, 
this it's been discussed on the table what what's in front of them yeah so we the last thing the MC does is just put down three simple rules for the night and it's just about how to discuss things well as a table to listen to uh, you know to give have a chance to talk but also have a chance to listen to the opinions of others that sort of thing and so these nights are really open discussion nights it's not come with uh, your preaching you know you want to preach to someone else it's come and listen to what others have to say on these topics um so three lots of questions uh the first one is a think question so anyone can turn that over there um it's no one leading it at the table it's just whoever's at the table someone can turn it over and just take 30 seconds to have a think about the topic and then everyone flips over the discuss question and that's similar to the think one but turning it into a question and then it's over to the group and talk through that as long as you want now, but, what then, it, so you, but then you must have at the end, you must have a kind of five, ten minute gospel presentation. Man. No, yeah, so that's crazy. So, why is that? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. In fact, when we we're talking, this is one of the things that I've put into that I loved because <laughs> I think, and you use the words, it feels like a bait and switch sometimes when you have these. That's right. So, so, why don't you do that? So, look, we're not in a, in a place these days where people turn up to something and hear the gospel and become Christians. That's so rare. Like it does happen, but it's, it's pretty rare. People are so far away from the gospel now that we have to meet them back where they are. You just said so many people have no religion. They haven't grown up with religion, haven't grown up with Christianity. They, they know nothing. So there's so many steps back and we want to meet them back there. Um, the reason we did this and the way we did it is we think people want to be heard before they're willing to hear or to listen to someone else. And so these nights were an opportunity to raise quite big topics because I think people actually have these questions um, they just don't know how to ask them they don't know where to talk about them We're, we live in a very shallow culture you know you go to work all day you come home you turn on Netflix you don't really think into these deep things but if you look at Google Analytics people are actually asking these big questions mm. on the meaning of life um, and so like Apologetics Canada did, these five questions that they have, they polled heaps and heaps of people, and these were the five ones that um, non-Christians But just clarify for me, there is no gospel presentation. So so how do yeah. they hear the gospel? How do they, yeah, how, yeah. You know, how do they get to the, what must I do to be saved? Yeah, so there's, as I said, there's two parts to this series. There's the, the discussion night during the week, which is really you get to the end of the night and there is no answers. It's just you've heard from other people. But what we're hoping is partly because... Each table gets, say, 50% Christian, 50% non-Christian, that as they give their answer or as they speak into this, well, they're hearing a Christian worldview on that. And if we believe the gospel is life and is the, the true answer and the beautiful answer, then they're going to hear part of the gospel just in the conversations. Uh, but then the second part of this series is the Sunday where we do a, a Christian response to that question. Uh, and so where the last thing we do on each night uh, before we close it up is whoever's going to be preaching on that Sunday has 30 seconds to jump up and give a teaser about what we're going to talk about on Sunday. And hey, if tonight, you know, this has raised some questions for you, then come along this Sunday. Uh, we're going to be speaking on this same topic from a Christian world worldview. Come along. So you, the three questions you tackled this year were, is there meaning in life or yep. the other two? Uh, does God exist? Uh, and thirdly, do all religions lead to God or do all paths lead to God? So many things I love about this stuff. 
I love the thoughtfulness of how you engage people at the start, the ambience, I love the connection, I love the gentleness in helping people think through, getting to the point where they can ask the questions about the gospel. Um, and I love how you guys have contextualised it for Green City as well, and just kind of, uh, Grace, Green Square. Green Square. Take, Green Square. Take, City. They're taking over, they're taking over. <laughs> uh, anyway, look, that does bring us to the end of the show. Um, Matt, can I ask you, what's the one thing uh, people should be taking away when it comes to talking to people with no religion? Yeah, I think it's giving people an opportunity to be heard. Uh, I think we're, we're too quick to want to go in with our answer uh, and not let people actually speak into this themselves and hear from them. Uh, yeah, I think people want to be heard uh, before they're willing to hear from us. All the extras associated with today's show are in the show notes for this episode and online at genevapush.com forward slash the one thing. It's been great having Matty Varco today. If you've got questions, jump in our Facebook page and ask them away. All right. Uh, thanks for joining us for another episode of The One Thing. Coming up in our next episode, um, Australia is just increase, isn't just increasingly non-religious, it's increasingly Asian as well. So, look, many traditional Christian ministries... Having you to come up with new ways to engage people from very different backgrounds, uh, people who understand and learn things differently, and how do we communicate the gospel? That so that's next. So next week we're inviting evangelist Sam Chan onto the show to help us understand how do you go about developing an Asian ministry in an Anglo context. I'm Scott Sanders. Derek Hanna. Chat soon. Mm-hmm.